In part two of the building a seven-figure brand series, I'm gonna be going behind the scenes, turning product features into benefits and walking through how to become the apex predator. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. Welcome back to this series on building a seven-figure brand. And in part one, I talked about building the ideal customer avatar, building the brand why, and also developing a strong USP. Three core things that I think are often neglected when it comes to building a dropshipping brand or building any brand in the very, very early stages. You might focus on creating your ideal customer avatar, but then you don't really understand what your key USP is. And so that's what we did in episode one. And what we're gonna be doing in episode two here here today is turning the product features into benefits. And we're also going to be looking at how to become the apex predator, the questions I tend to ask when building a new store or brand from the ground up, and then also to finish off creating the brand guarantees. So let's jump straight into it. And the first part here is turning the features of the product into benefits. And I think it's a mistake that not just stores make, like small dropshipping stores or brands. This is big brands where they focus too much on the features of the product. They focus too much on the nitty gritty specifics when people actually care about the benefits, you know, how it's going to solve their problem, the key things and the reasons they would buy it because it's going to add value to their life rather than the dimensions of the product, rather than, you know, what it's made out of. But if you're going to address those things and use those in there, you need to turn those into the end value the customer's receiving. So let's actually walk into some tangible examples here. And when building out and making sure that we're focusing on the product benefits, these are the questions that we like to ask. Number one, what are the features of your main product? product. So you start with the features. You start there because those are the easiest to find. That's what you're going to find on you know, the AliExpress shop, uh, listing, or you're going to find, you know, obviously when you get your product from a manufacturer or when you're building it out from the ground up, you're going to know the features. You're going to know the dimensions. You're going to know what it's made out of. You're going to know all of those specifics. Then from there, you want to convert those into benefits. So if we look at the features first of the solar garden light, we've got the dimensions. So it's six centimeters by six centimeters by 28 centimeters. It's then IP44 weather resistant, waterproof, weatherproof, you know, IP44 level. It's made from durable plastic and it has a warm white light. So there's one that has a bright white light, but we chose the warmer option to sell. It feels more warm. It has this nice hue to it. So those are the key features of the product. And there are a few missing there. Like it has an automatic timer. So it turns on at night and then turns off in the morning. Another feature could be that the solar panel recharges during the day, so there's no batteries. And another feature could be that it installs in minutes. So now if we wanna convert those features into tangible benefits, you know, value that the customer is gonna receive. This is how we word it. We go weatherproof, built to last in all climates. Set and forget, charges during the day, turns on at night. No wiring cords or batteries required, backed by our lifetime replacement guarantee, shipped from Australia, fast and free delivery, 100-day risk-free trial. If you're not satisfied, send them back for a full refund. So we're taking those features, and obviously there are a few guarantees weaved in there, but we're grabbing the features of the product and we're turning them into benefits. So instead of just saying it's IP44 weather resistant, To most people, that's not going to mean anything. But if you say it's weatherproof and built to last in all climates, all of a sudden you're putting some weight behind that, you know, IP44 weather resistant part. You're putting some weight behind the feature of the product and you're turning it into a real tangible benefit. Another example here is how it charges during the day and turns off at night. So realistically, 
that by itself doesn't mean all that much. But if you say it's set and forget, so you can easily install it in minutes and then never have to worry about it again. And it's automatically gonna charge during the day and turn off at night. All of a sudden there's more value to that. There's more reason to buy. And another one here, no wiring cords or batteries required. So users solar panel to charge it up and operate and there's no wiring cords or batteries that you actually need. So all of a sudden it's making it easier for the customer again. And now we move on to how do you use the product? So I tend to have this specific area. This is when you can build out your product copy on your website, also on your ads, and maybe people that are responding and you know posting comments on your ads, asking questions. These are some of the things that you know frequently asked questions that are asked about the product. And so we list them out here so the customer support team can use these when it comes time to answering those questions or maybe you can weave it into the product description copy so that they don't have to ask those questions and all the information's there. So that's the first part, turning the product features into tangible benefits, valuable benefits for the customer. Now we move on to the next part, which is the apex predator exercise. Now, if you listen to the episode, I think it was last week, where I talk about becoming the apex predator, what you need to do, how we approach it and sort of what we've done with stores and when we chat to clients about how to take that next step and become the real market leader, it all comes back to the apex predator exercise. And first thing we do is create a table and we go ahead and write the three top competitors. And if you're not sure who your competitors are, the easiest way is to do a Google search of your product keywords and then anyone or any brand that shows up on the first page are likely gonna be your top competitors and they're generally gonna be names that you've seen before and brands that you've seen before as well. Otherwise, you can go onto Facebook, search the keywords as well, and see if anyone's posting any content about that, any brands that pop up, that's another way. And if you're running a dropshipping store, you can use a program like Ali Insider to Google Chrome extension, where basically when you're on the supplier page on AliExpress, you can actually see what other stores are selling that product. If they're still selling it, maybe they were selling it in the past, it's gonna give you this detailed rundown so you can easily identify your competitors. And otherwise, you might already know your competitors anyway. So moving on, we tend to list them in a table, have the top three in a table where you have the brand name, the product page URL, and the Facebook ad library URL. And this is so you can refer back to it at a glance. You can go back, keep an eye on what they're doing. And I think this always relates back to Sun Tzu's quote from The Art of War. And he says, if you know yourself and the enemy, you fear not the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but not the enemy for every battle you win, you will also suffer a defeat. And if you don't know yourself or the enemy, then you will lose every single battle. And so this whole process, this creation phase, this initial phase out of the three part sequence of Obviously in episode one, we talked about the first parts of this initial creation phase. And then now leading on into this episode, this is all about getting to know your brand on a very, very specific level, very, very detailed level. So you know who your customer is, what pain points they're currently facing, the benefits that your products provide. And then when we get to the apex predator section, this is where we're getting to know who your competitors are. This is where you're getting to know who your opponent is. And so if you understand them, you understand what they're doing, what their weaknesses are, and you understand yourself and your ideal customer, you don't have to fear the result of 100 battles. You're gonna win every single time. And so in this table, you're gonna list out your top three. You might decide who the top three are based on the engagement they get, where they're ranking on Google. Maybe you've seen them before and you know 
they're a bigger brand or maybe it's because of their social following. So you can decide who those top three are. I then have a dot point list of any other major competitors that you see. We're not talking smaller stores, even though you might want to list those out here. So you can look at what they're doing. Maybe it's good to keep an eye on, again, everyone in your market. So you know what the pulse of the market is. You know how people are trying to sell the product that you're selling. And so obviously you can be better than anyone out there. Then what you're going to do is go to Facebook ad library. You're going to pull up those competitors ad libraries, see if they're running ads. And most of the time, hopefully, well, they are because then you can see what they're running. And if they're not, well, then if you know you're in a good market and you know you're in a market where people actually need your product, you're in a very, very good spot because then you can launch ad campaigns. You can be profitable from the get-go if you do it right. And then you can really scale up while everyone else is taking this break from paid advertising. So that may be a good sign. But if they do have ads in their ad library, what you want to do is go back in time. You want to scroll back down through their ad library and find the ads that have been running for two to six months, even longer. And those are the ads that you can generally tell are profitable because let's think about it. If you had a bucket of money and you were pouring it into these ads and they weren't profitable and it was going straight down the drain, would you keep doing that for two months? You know, chances are probably not unless there's some backend funnel with some email retargeting and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to assume that that's not there and we're just looking at purely at these ads. So if they're running for two months, three months or more, you can generally tell that they're profitable because they're continuing to run them and then chances are they're getting good results back from them. So what you wanna then do is grab their top video ads or their top ads in general. And this is where I like to paste them in here. And again, this is all being done inside of Notion where I sort of structure out their top ads, put them in there. So at a glance, you can see exactly what they're running. And obviously with photo ads, you can easily just screenshot them and drag them into Notion. But with videos, you're gonna to wanna to use a platform called getspider.com. So G-E-T-S-P-Y-D-E-R.com or one word. And basically that's gonna allow you to download the video ads from any of your competitors' ad libraries. It's gonna allow you to save them on your Spider account and actually download the files so you can drag them into Notion as well. So it's completely free to use, very, very cool platform because with Facebook's ad library, sometimes if you save the link to an ad, that ad might not be used anymore. Or maybe they take it down and all of a sudden you're not able to see that anymore because it's not visible on Facebook ad library. So that's a way to save them, to be able to review them whenever you like and not worry that they're gonna get taken down. Then the next step after you've got those ads, I then want you to document out, and this is what we're actually doing is dot pointing out the primary benefits that they're talking about in their advertising. What are the key benefits of the product that they're highlighting in their video ads or their product copy or on their website? What are those key things? And this is where we dot point them out, sort of go through and say, okay, they're focusing on durability or they're focusing on price. They're focusing on materials. They're focusing on ease of use. You know, what are those key benefits that they're focusing on? And then the last part, before we get into the apex equation, which is super exciting. I think this is a really, really cool point because this is where you're gonna go on your competitors' websites. You're gonna look at their reviews on their product pages and look at what people are saying in the negative reviews, in the two-star, the one-star reviews. Maybe it's even you know three or four-star reviews. What are people actually saying negatively about the product and the brand? What do they not like? What are the things that they're not happy with? And you might find that your product actually addresses some of these key points and that you can mold your copy and your product pages to better suit this audience if that's who you're trying to go for. So you might find that for a competitor, they might say that, you know, the serving sizes were too small. You know, someone might say that the product quality wasn't all that good or that the shipping times were slow, that the customer support wasn't very good. And so all of a sudden you can focus on what isn't working for your competitors 
skip all that, skip all the trial and error and just focus on making your product and your brand the best out there by addressing all of these things. And it doesn't mean you cater and pander to every single one of these reviews requests, but you might find that there's a common thread where every second review is talking about how the customer experience from your competitor wasn't good at all. So then you know, okay, well that's a serious issue for them. So then you know if you have stellar customer experience, then it's gonna make that even better. So you wanna go through, dot point out those key competitor weaknesses, and then you're gonna turn back to those later on. Now the last part here, and sort of this apex predator exercise is the apex equation. The apex equation is broken down into three parts. First, we have value, then we have distribution, and then we have brand. So to become the apex predator in your market and build an apex brand, like a real market leader, this is what I think are the three core pillars. First of all, you need to be able to deliver more value to your customers than any of your competitors are willing or able to. Next, you need to be able to market that value proposition, that differentiator more aggressively than any of them can as well. And that comes into distribution. And then the final part, you need to have a stronger brand than any of them as well. Better community, better customer service and everything that goes into building a strong brand. And so the Apex equation is just asking you those three things. It's first of all, how can we deliver more value than any of our competitors? So you've gone through, you've written down their weaknesses. You know what they're talking about. You sort of got your pulse on the market now. You better understand where everyone's at, how they're selling to your target customers and what they're saying. So you can then quickly identify how can you deliver more value? Maybe they don't offer free shipping for whatever reason. Maybe their website isn't mobile optimized. Maybe their product is more expensive and it's not actually as good as your product. Maybe they're not transparent about the ingredients they use in their product. If it's say a supplement or a certain blend, you can then go ahead and say, we're actually more transparent and we don't hide anything. Or you know whatever it is, how are you gonna deliver more value than any of your competitors? That can be with your product, that can be with your guarantees, be with your shipping times, customer support, community, added bonuses, a whole bunch of different things. So this is where you wanna document it out. And I think a really good way to do this, and this is something you know I was chatting with a good friend of mine, Will, and we're talking about you know, a certain way that you can approach this exercise is basically asking yourself the Ferrari question. And it's basically saying, look, if I wanted to have the best brand in the industry, what would I have to do? What would have to be there? If nothing was an issue, money, time, resources weren't an issue, what would the best brand in the market look like? And then you basically dot point out what that ideal brand would look like, what they do, what they sell, what price point, what value they deliver their customers and all of those amazing things. And then you basically go ahead and say, well, look, I could probably do that now. I could grab this, maybe I can do that. And all of a sudden you're increasing your brand value and the power of your brand by just asking yourself a very simple question. Now, moving on to the next part of the Apex equation, which is distribution. And you wanna ask yourself, what platforms can we advertise the brand on? So I would always recommend having your core platform. So this could be Facebook and Instagram as your core advertising platform forms or if you decide it's TikTok or YouTube pre-roll or Google shopping display ads, whatever you decide is your core platform to advertise on, that's where you wanna list it. But of course, as you expand, and if you're the apex predator, you should have omnipresence everywhere in the market eventually. You should be in front of all of your ideal customers wherever they go online. And that's what I'm gonna be talking about in a future episode, is setting up some very basic cross-channel retargeting ads on a very low budget. So basically, wherever your ideal customers go, you're there and I think you're gonna basically own the internet because everywhere they go, there you are. And then the last part is obviously on brand. So how can we build an even stronger brand? 
You know, how can you improve your brand value? How can you be more engaged on your social media channels? How can you post more valuable content? How can you take a step above what everyone else is doing and build a brand that you're really, really proud of, a real powerhouse brand? And so that's the apex predator exercise. And then the last part of this initial creation phase is the brand guarantees. And so these are the questions that we like to ask. First of all, do you offer a money back guarantee? If so, what is it? And for Solar Garden, we offer a 100 day risk free trial. So we saw in the market that the average return, you know, trial period or guarantee is about 30 days, 30, 60 days, you know, mostly 30 days, but then some would do 60 days. So we said, okay, how about we just do a hundred day trial, you know, risk-free trial. And then all of a sudden you're taking that step above what everyone else is doing. And then the next one is what is your returns policy? And so this would generally play into a money back guarantee, or maybe you've got a separate returns policy. And so here we said it's a 100 day risk-free trial and fast and easy returns. And then the last one, is do you offer free shipping? And if not, what is your shipping policy? And I said, yes, Australia-wide free shipping with no minimum order amount. And honestly, I, I can't recall the exact statistics, but I would always recommend having free shipping. Unless you're selling something that's ridiculous in size, even then, if you can factor it into your margins and you know have free shipping, it just makes it so much easier. And I think there's this really funny meme I saw where it's got Drake and he's looking at uh, Amazon price and it's like $10 plus 239 shipping. And he's like, no, nope, I don't want that. And then the next one is like $12.39 plus free shipping. And he's like, that's the one. And so I think there's some very interesting statistics around free shipping, how it influences buyers. And I know one of the major reasons for abandoned checkouts and for people not completing purchases is because they're surprised by unforeseen shipping costs and additional costs that are only given to them at checkout. So whenever you can offer free shipping, that's just my opinion and what's worked well for us so far. And so that is the creation phase. We've walked through, we've done all this for Solar Garden and I've written it all out inside of Notion. And so we've gone ahead, we've done the ideal customer avatar, really nailed down exactly who we're trying to talk to. We've then got the brand why, why we exist, what's our impact and what's our desired contribution to our market and to the world. And then USP development, what makes us uniquely different? And regardless of the size of your brand, even if you're a dropshipping store just getting started out or you're more of a full-fledged brand and you're looking to scale up, you need to have a strong USP. Otherwise, no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to consider your product more valuable than your competitors. The next one is product benefits, grabbing features of the product and turning it into benefits. Next one is the apex predator exercise, looking at your competitors, getting a strong pulse of the market, understanding their weaknesses, and then focusing on how you can be the best brand in the market. And then the last one, number six, was obviously the brand guarantees. And so that is the initial creation phase. These are the sort of six areas that I go through when building the store. And so this is what we've done for Solar Garden. Now, just to give you a sneak peek as to what is gonna come next in episode three, I'm gonna be focusing on building the brand, the actual store, what we're looking at when we're creating a profitable, high converting Shopify store, how to set up the back end to maximize conversions, site load speed, and you know, creating winning ads as well. Well, so that brings us to the end of this episode. And I really hope you're enjoying the behind the scenes look at building a seven figure brand and the goal to take Solar Garden back to three to 5K a day levels and beyond and make it a seven figure brand. So in the next episode, as I said, we're gonna be talking about launch strategies. We're gonna be talking about building a profitable store and creating high converting ads. So with that being said, I appreciate your time and I'll see you in the next episode.